Hello everyone, my name is Adam Cross and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist in Southern California, also director of ministry at my parish. And today I want to talk to you about therapy as substitute parenting, question mark. Um, so um, really what I want to talk about is kind of the question of is therapy a substitute for parenting? Uh, obvious answer might be no and you might be thinking who would think such a thing? But one of the common dynamics I see when parents bring their kids into therapy is actually maybe a distant parent. Um, you know, one of the parent figures <clears throat> isn't very present in their child's life. And, um, you know, sometimes it's a single parent and they might bring their child to therapy and they're saying, hey, look, a male therapist who they can connect with that, you know, can fill that gap that they're missing. Um, and that's actually a dynamic I see a lot. You know, I'll see single parents bring their kids, you know, even adult children into therapy looking for that um, type of substitute parenting in some way. So to be really frank, therapy isn't substitute parenting in any way. I'm not a substitute father, you know, in therapy. Um, and at the same time, there can be a really vital role of a therapist, um, maybe even a male therapist, if, if the dad isn't in the picture, to walk through and process someone's emotions with them, uh, a child's experiences to be heard, to be validated in a lot of ways. But I think it goes back to the purpose of therapy is, you know, therapy is about building a relationship with ourselves. It's reflecting the Trinity. When we take the time to build our interior life, um, a therapist can't be in a parent role um, because a therapist is someone who walks with anyone, but especially kids, as they build that relationship with themselves from an objective third-party standpoint. They're, they're objective, they're supportive, they're encouraging. Um, that doesn't mean they don't have hard conversations with them, but they're not the primary caregiver, they're not the primary catechist in this situation. They are a psychotherapist, right, or a psychologist, or, or a psychiatrist, right? So therapists can play a vital role and they can build really important relationships with their clients. And there can even be restorative healing in, in the relationship dynamics of, you know, uh, between a, a therapist and a client, but they're never going to replace that parent role. And I think that's something to keep in mind if, if you are a parent, if you're, you know, a single parent or um, you're thinking, you know, my child's father is distant or not able to offer them this, this, and that. Um, it's good to have male figures. It's good to have male role models. It's good to have people to validate and process. But we stay in that role of therapist. We can't go outside of that. Um, you know, and I really just bring it up because I see it as kind of a pervasive thing in society that there are a lot of, of children who, you know, or I should say there are a lot of single parents um, who see the need for male role models and male figures and might even subconsciously want to fill that. And again, that's not a bad thing. Every child needs a male figure, but psychotherapist is a psycho psychotherapist. Um, and that's always going to be there first, uh, is that those healthy boundaries, those healthy dynamics that keep therapy therapy. Um, so it's something to consider, you know, is what, what does my child need? Does my child need more time with, with their, their father or their mother? Um, does my child need a therapist to 
guide them, to walk with them? Do I need a therapist myself to address the issues in maybe feeling like a single parent or being a single parent most of the time? Do I need therapy to help navigate these boundaries of how do I parent well? How do I, you know, set limitations with my children so that they can grow and they can be healthy and they can be independent as they get older? So part of it is looking at maybe maybe I need therapy myself. Maybe I'm seeing the gap. And maybe I feel overwhelmed or I feel like my child doesn't have enough. Um, I don't want to discourage anyone, you know, from sending their kid to therapy um, because maybe they don't have a, a strong parental relationship with one or both of their, their parents. But, you know, I think it's important to recognize the nature and the dynamics of the therapeutic relationship and then to assess as parents, what support do I need? What do I need uh, help with to navigate uh, the needs of my child? Um, and I work with a lot of teenagers and young adults um, and parents love their kids so much they want what's best for them. Um, and therapy's not a quick fix. Sometimes parents have come to therapy and they've, they're really looking for, hey, my kid has this problem, fix him. And I can't do that. <laughs> Wish I could, uh, maybe not, <laughs> but depending on what it is, but I can't fix your kid. Therapy is a process. It's a real relationship as your kid, uh, no matter how what age, discerns and enters into a relationship with themselves, begins to understand who they are, why they feel what they feel, think what they think, believe what they believe. We're unpacking all that. And they're gaining a self-awareness. They're you know, even able to see more clearly how things have shaped them in life and, and hopefully you see how God has worked in their life as well. But therapy's not a quick fix. It's not a parenting substitute. It's not a you know, overnight solution. It's a process of healing. God works through it. And, you know, one thing I'll say too is that kids need to be equally invested. Um, and sometimes parents bring their kids into therapy, again, thinking that therapists will fix them. Kid doesn't want to be there. Kid's not invested. And we see that there's not as much progress because there's not as much openness. And in youth ministry, I, you know, the, the, the phrase I heard and I would use is, you only get out of this as much as you put into this. And as a parent, if you're bringing your kid to therapy, they're only going to get out of it, not as much as you're putting into it, but as much as they're putting into it. And as invested and as comfortable as they are with the therapist, um, as comfortable and open as they are discussing these hard things, again, what they feel, what they think, what they believe. Otherwise, therapy's not going to bear as much fruit. So it's important to understand and ask your, your and talk with your, your child see what they need. What are their needs in navigating these hard issues? What are, what are your, your teen's needs or your child's needs or your, you know, young, your adult child's needs in seeking out help with, with therapy? So having those conversations, asking what they're hoping to get out of it, what they'd be comfortable with. Um, again, not looking at it as a parent substitute or a quick fix but truly as an opportunity to build a relationship with themselves to understand why they do what they do. That's the goal of therapy. We find, we find healing and success as we begin to love ourselves, to know ourselves as God knows and loves us as well. So, hope you got something out of that. Um, and you know, I love working with parents in therapy um, because I see how much love there is for the kids and how much of a heart people have 
hope for their, their children's healing. Um, even in the face of, of trauma and brokenness, um, there's so much hope, there's so much you know, healing that is, that is open to us. So thank you for reaching out. Please hit that subscribe, that like button below, give this video a share. Thank you and God bless.